I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is Lonnie Pike. Her handle all over social media is gray hair and tattoos. She's a self-love advocate encouraging everyone to wear what you want and to love yourself exactly how you are. She'll inspire you to express your true self and to not care what other people may think about you because how someone judges you should have no impact on the love you feel for yourself. Lonnie shares her story on how she got to this place of confidence, unapologetic self-expression, and unconditional self-love. She'll help you realize you're perfect and beautiful just the way you are, which is a message we all need to hear more of. Please welcome Lonnie Pike. Lonnie Pike, thank you so much for, for joining me and being a part of the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So everybody who may not be aware of Lonnie, uh, her on social media, you can find her and we'll talk more about this later, but, uh, your, your, I feel like your handle everywhere is gray hair and tattoos, which is awesome. So Lonnie is essentially a self-love advocate. She pushes out being your true self, loving yourself, dressing, uh, how you want, and just a lot of self-love and confidence. Um, and I just couldn't love that more. Thank you. Uh, Yep. And, uh, how I first found out about Lonnie, I reposted one of her videos um, back in January and the video was incredible. So what Lonnie did was somebody had commented um, in one of her other videos and said, you are too old to dress like a teenager. Yes. And the beauty in what I feel like Lonnie, you did in that situation, you turned that negative comment into something powerful and beautiful and something that can inspire people. And then you responded in the video with that, showing that comment 
And then just kind of, you know, again, telling people to dress how they want and be who they are. And then you took a step back and then you showed your outfit for the day. And the coolest thing is you just owned it. You owned who you are. You owned how you dressed. And you just, again, showed people that they need to have confidence in themselves. And it was just, it was amazing. Well, thank you. And the whole thing is, is, I mean, I am on social media and I do, I mean, occasionally I do get some rude comments, but I always take those rude comments as a teaching lesson for other people. Yeah. You know, because like I said in the video, what you're saying doesn't affect me because you're not, I'm not going to let you rob me of my, my joy. Right. So I'm going to take this and show other people how they can take their power back and not let comments like this affect them. Absolutely. And I just want to say in, in the video that I posted, there were over 500 comments of just floods of people giving you so much love for being who you are and just showing that to the world. Oh yeah. No, it was, um, it was amazing. The, it was amazing how people were, were so appreciative of that post and that message, but it was of all ages, you know, that message was not age specific. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's younger people out there who were like, I like to wear ribbons in my hair. And people are like, you're too old to wear ribbons. And I'm like, no, wear ribbons, whatever makes you happy, you know, protect that and do it. And if, if you're happy, what other people think just doesn't matter. Absolutely. And I think one of the really, really powerful messages in what you did as well too, uh, in that comment and how you responded is really just showing people that to take back our own individual power and to not give that power to somebody else. Don't let somebody else's opinion of you affect how you feel and affect who, yeah, right, affect who you truly are. Don't let that dampen your light and who you truly are at your core. Exactly. Because, and I tell people all the time, because I do a lot of lives and people come in and, and, you know, they have that comment. And I always tell them, if you sit there and you worry about what other people say or think, you're not listening to yourself and you're never going to find that level of happiness. You know, you have to, you have to listen to yourself before you listen to others. Yes. And it's just like, we're never going to see, we're never going to get everybody's acceptance. Right. It's never going to be where the entire year it's collective where everybody's like, you look good today or you're a good person. It's never going to, you're never going to find it, but you can find that happiness within. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a good point too. And just understanding that logically, of course, everyone isn't going to agree. And of course, there's going to be the people who may criticize and just understanding that that's just a part of it. And maybe, you know, yeah, not getting so worked up or so down on yourself and just being like, that is clearly just going to happen. And that's it. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's just the sad thing. It's it's like, I mean, that was not the last comment I've gotten, nor will I'm sure it will it be the last comment I, I ever get. I'm sure. I, I expect it now. I do have to put a little, like, I am extremely fortunate, and hopefully this continues in my social media that um, I don't, you know, I it's a very positive platform Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I do have positivity and every once in a while somebody will say something but um I expect it and I always tell people that um I mean there's only two people in this entire world whose opinions can really make me stop and those are my two sons Hmm. and unless that's coming out of their mouth I don't pay no attention to it got it wow wow I didn't I just Alani I love that you are forcing or taking these things head on and in moments, you're taking the brunt 
of, you know, maybe people's criticism or um, judgments on you. And, but you're, again, you're, you're taking it and you're turning it into something really powerful and inspirational. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I just want to give you a lot of love for doing that because that's hard. That takes courage, you know, to do that. And I'm just going to say it's hard, you know, and a lot of people may not be able to do that and that's okay. But the fact that you do have that confidence in yourself and you're able to take these things on and then show to the world, it's okay for me to be who I want to be. It's okay when people judge me. It just is what it is. And just to keep going forward, being your true self is just such a powerful message. It's something with Spread Love Movement that I, I, I'm i trying to get out to the world as well of just self-love and just be you. Exactly. Well, you know, if you if you look at the big picture of, of society, we are perfection driven. Yeah. You know, everybody is seeking perfection. People don't think that they're good enough if they're not perfect. And I say this all the time, but it's our imperfections are what makes us perfect. You know, our individuality makes us perfect. Yes. Everything about us as who we are is what we're supposed to be. You know, if you if you break it down to fundamentals and there's like two two cheetahs out in, in the wild and one is like looks at the other cheetah and they're like, oh, their spots are better than my spots. I guess I'm not as good a cheetah. You know, that doesn't yep. happen. Right. You know, they're just like, hey, I'm a cheetah. I'm going to do I'm going to do cheetah things. <laughs> and, yes. I mean, we as humans, we're the only ones that do that to ourselves. Honestly, it's so true, right? That's we're the ones who compare ourselves to other people and judge ourselves compared to other people. And what an incredibly beautiful world we would live in if we could all just shift away from that and have the consciousness of just being of the true thought of I am enough and who I am right now is perfect in this life. And because of how someone else looks or what they're doing has literally no effect on on myself. Right. And we might not be able to change the way society thinks, but we sure can think, change the way we think. Yes. You know? Yep. And isn't and that that's where all the power lies? Yes, exactly. Right. Because we can't, that's such a good point. We can't change society. We can't change other people. Right. All we have to do is make this change within ourselves. And if we all right now dedicated ourselves to doing that, that is how society changes. That's how the consciousness actually does change. Wow. And Lonnie, your content, like you are a, a true creator, really. Your posts are just like, you are just an, an absolute artistic, creative person. And it's great to see. So I'm just wondering, when did you start creating? How long have you had the social media pages up for? Uh, well, it's um, it all started. And uh, I was, my son and I were um, out to dinner. And it was like, I don't know, December 2019. And I had on kind of a funky outfit. You know, I had on ripped jeans, I had on a graphic t-shirt, I had on a jacket that didn't even remotely match, but I thought it was cute. And um, I'm like, wow, you know what? I feel, I feel good. I feel funky, you know? And I was, I guess I'm 56 now. So I was 55. Yeah. And um, I'm like, it's so sad how society thinks that women over 50 have to act a certain way they have to look a certain way mm-hmm. you know they, it's starting to be like you're not allowed to have fashion you're not allowed to be vibrant you're not allowed to do all of these things so i told my son i'm like um you know i think i'm going to start an instagram and i'm going to start it to show women you know the things i wear 
in hopes of that they, you know, maybe will be like, hey, I can start wearing those things too. Mm -hmm. So it was just a real small idea um, that I started. Wow. And I started under um, the name of Life Doesn't Stop at 50. And, um, but I, I didn't, I started there and, you know, I started doing my posts and I showed that and I had a, a, some small growth. And then um, it just wasn't me. It, I, I was more than just that. So I changed my name to the gray hair and tattoos because tattoos are very much a part of my life. My gray hair is, you know, I'm very proud of my gray hair. I'm very proud of my age. Yes. So um, I started reaching more people under that because the, the tattooed community was kind of like, wow, that's what I'm going to look like when I'm older. And, but I've always just driven the whole, like, wear what you want, you know, be okay with whatever part of life you're in. Yeah. You know, if you want a tattoo, get a tattoo. There's no age limit for that. There's no age limit for self-expression. Right. It doesn't expire. Mm -hmm. um, and then really quick, I, um, so I was on Instagram and I had about 10,000 followers and I was really proud of myself, but I, that wasn't where my vision was ending. So I had always had a business plan of um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And um, so I did my first TikTok and I went viral and it just has exploded from there. Wow. So, the first TikTok went viral that you did, the first post? Very first post. Amazing. What was the, what was that post about? <laughs> it was literally, it was me. Um, I was so scared to do it, you know, and, and in all honesty, it was, it was terrifying because everything that I had read and everything that I was being told was TikTok was for the young. You know, right. TikTok is going to chew you up and spit you out if you are older. So, but I knew I had a message and I, it was, it wasn't specific to just age again. So I picked up my camera and I went to the park and the very first one I did was a blooper because I didn't know that my microphone, I didn't know how it worked, Yep. you know? Mm -hmm. So I posted that. And then the second one, I was just sitting there and I'm like, Hey, my name is Lonnie. I'm gray hair and tattoos. I'm 56 years old. And it's not, I go, being older isn't what you think it looks like because it looks like this. Wow. That's all I said. And I had um, 2 million views when I woke up the next morning. Insane. Oh my God. That's wild. Because right now I checked before, you have like 600,000 followers on TikTok, around like 100,000 on Instagram. So yeah. it's like your message is really getting out there and it's really spreading. And it's awesome yeah. to see. And it was just, you know, and again, you know, all these things that I do, I mean, it's, it does take courage, but it's only I can hold myself back. You know, only mm -hmm. I can tell myself that it's not going to work or, you know, right. or, this or that. And um, every once in a while, I mean, we're all human. And every once in a while, I have to check in with myself and, you know, give myself a little mental tune up and just, and, you know, like I was just telling my son, sometimes you have to bob and weave in life. And if I'm feeling kind of just, you know, stuck in one spot, I'll just change it up and go a different direction. Nice. Awesome. And I, I love, I think just a really uh, important thing in what you said too is, so right, you were very fearful. It was scary to, to do this thing and to step out of what you know, and then to step into the unknown. And so I'm just a big, big fan that the unknown is where everything can happen. It's where all the magic is. When we stay in what we know, well, then that's all that we're going to get. Nothing's going to change. It's always going to be the same. We can't be very impactful. We can't really make much of a difference because that's just where we're at. We're in the reality of that not existing, you making that change and stepping into somewhere else that may be scary. Yeah. So I love, yeah, I love that you you did that. You stepped into the unknown and then look what has come from that. 
And then also you chose love instead of fear. In that oh. moment, yeah, you could have totally chose fear. I'm like, no, this is too scary. I might get judged. TikTok is for young people. This doesn't suit me. And you would have just been stuck. And because you chose love instead, again, look what's been able to manifest and look what's been able to come from that. Yeah, because I mean, it's like I posted it and then I'm like, you know, I'm looking <laughs> and it's like zero views because I literally had one follower because I grabbed that name. I grabbed gray hair and tattoos when I changed it. So mm -hmm. I've had had the account for, you know, six months. And I had one follower and I'm like, come on, one follower, give me a like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I went in, it, like, by the time I went to bed, I had like maybe a hundred views. And I was like, you know what? That's a hundred people that I reached today that I hadn't reached before. Yeah. And, but getting back to what you were saying, it's like, you know, letting fear stop you. The, the fear of the unknown is nine times out of 10, 99 times it's just worse than what it really is. Right. You know, and we let that fear of that unknown stop us so much. I have people all the time going, I want to touch you so bad, but I'm so scared about the pain. And I'm like, then it's always going to stop you. And then other things are going to stop you because you're letting that fear of how bad it's going to hurt stop you from you doing something you want to do. Right. You know, yeah. and our mind is just so incredibly powerful. Oh you know. Yeah. And that's yeah. And that's the thing too. A lot of the times what we fear, these things that we create in our minds of how it's gonna go or what could happen, or our ego like trying to protect us, but really just damaging us. But like you said, ninety nine percent of the time, those things aren't even gonna happen. We're living exactly. right, we're living in this scary reality of the future that may or may not ever happen again, most likely will not happen, but we're living in that right now. And that's, you're so right. We're so powerful. We're able to create those feelings in ourselves of something that hasn't even happened and probably won't. And, um, choosing, I listen, I, we get it. Like, right. That was a scary thing. It was hard for you to do that. And that's the thing. It's not, I'm not trying to play it off. Like choosing love every single time is, is easier than fear. It's, it's most times not. But your example just shows the power of it and then what can happen when we do choose love. So like in those moments where we are fearful, just try to have a moment and think about stories like Lonnie uh, and other things in life that you've seen what has happened when that person chose love and, and what came from that. And hopefully that will inspire you and give you the energy in the moment to also choose love. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, it's like, because where I'm at, my thinking is a conscientious decision. I mean, this is what I choose. This is the life that I choose. Mm -hmm. And it is like an athlete. It has taken me time of practice and um, daily, like I said, daily just checking in with myself to be able to, to be where I'm at. So a lot of times where, because I have not always been like this. You know, mm -hmm. but what happens is people is like, I want to be happy. And then it's not an instantaneous thing. It's like, well, I guess it's not for me. It is for you. You just have to work at it. You have to find your own path of your own happiness. You know, yeah, we can give you the tools, but you have to build it yourself. Right, exactly. And I, I, this is something I was thinking about asking you uh, prior to even coming into the conversation. How 
how did you, because you just said right now too that, you know, you didn't always used to be like this. And obviously, you know, growth takes time. It just does. And that and that's totally okay. So I just feel like for people out there who may be doubting themselves, you know what I mean? And may not have the confidence that, that you have. Like, What were some of the practices or, or what were some of the things or what was your journey like in order to get you to this place of just so much self-love uh, and confidence in yourself? Well, I... I was hoping you would ask that because it's a story I love to share. Yes, perfect. You um, see, because what it was is I was um, an alcoholic for a good portion of my life. And um, I was, I had a drinking problem, a gambling problem. I smoked. I was just very um, self-destructive, I guess mm. you could say. And I woke up one morning after a binge and I was laying there in bed and I'm like, I don't want to die like this. You know, I do not want to have this be my legacy. I do not want to spend one more moment feeling like I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm laying there and I'm like, but I don't know how to be happy. You know, I don't have the tools. So I Googled how to be happy. And it said, you know, write down the things you um, don't like in your life. And write down the things that you want to change in your life and then write down where you want to be. So I got up, I got a pen and I started writing and you can't change everything at once. Again, it's not a snap of the fingers, but I started with the big three. I, you know, I started with the alcohol, the gambling, the smoking, and, um, I quit, I, I quit the next day. Wow. And, um, I just have always remembered that list. And I've always remembered that that was my choice. So I, I gave myself that choice and I basically gave myself another lease on life. And it's been a journey of self, um, self discovery and just knowing that I'm okay with myself. And it's just constantly being okay with myself gives me the strength and the courage to do this. Mm-hmm. And it also just makes me think of all those people laying in bed going, God, I just don't want to be like this. I want to be happy, but how can I do it? You know, yeah. it's, again, it's, it's doable. And do you feel like that was like the, the launching pad of your happiness is stopping gambling, drinking and smoking? Oh yeah. No, it was definitely something that, um, was, it was, it, those addictions were like a vampire basically robbing me of my happiness. They, that they, it fed off of my happiness. Wow. And how it many was years robbing me of my happiness? Wow. First off, thank you for the vulnerability and just being so real and honest right now and sharing that it's beautiful to see where you were and now where you are right now. And in so many times when I'm having these conversations with people, it was always the thing that kind of really brought them down that then created them to be where they're at right now. It was like those negative, dark, low places of their lives was really the catalyst that they actually needed in order to bring out this other side of them, which is now the much more fulfilled, much more happier, much more loving side. Right. And not everybody, I mean, and not everybody's going to have those major um, negative things attached to them. I mean, mine were really easy to see. But it's the, it's the people that have the smaller things, like maybe like a, a voice of self-doubt or, you know, a little bit of negativity or, you know, they could have somebody in their life who is saying things that aren't very positive to mm-hmm. them. Those are the harder ones to find. Mine were easy. 
you know, yeah. mine were like, well, there they are. Yeah. But anybody who is like, they, they're going to have to just do some self-exploration and find out what it is that is making them feel, you know, what is the negativity that is attached to them that they need to get rid of? Right. And that's, it's really taking your attention inward and understanding what's going on. And I really, I love the fact that you woke up that morning and you just were very honest with yourself and you realized like, this is not who I want to be anymore. And Lonnie, so amazing. The next day you changed that. Mm -hmm. And right there again, just shows how powerful we are as beings that you could be on one track for however long. And then literally boom, if you dedicate yourself and you put your focus into something just like that, we are able to change and create a new reality for ourselves. Absolutely. And I think when, during my, during my journey of, of healing, um, mm. I really realized, cause I did a lot of meditation, you know, I had to go in there and, and, you know, clean it, clean out my head. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things I was the most surprised about was our self, our, our self talk, you know, cause yep. we are, we never turn off our inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. It is constantly going. And I didn't realize how mean I was to myself until I started listening to myself. Yeah. And I would have to be like, wow, I will not tell myself that anymore. And it's during those quiet times, like the shower, or, you know, driving to work by yourself. I'd be at a stop sign. I'd be like, dang girl, you are mean. You know, don't yeah. say things like that to yourself. And it's the changing of the self dialogue that allowed me to be okay with myself. Amazing. And was it meditation that helped you be, or what was it meditation? Or was it something else that helped you be more aware of that internal dialogue and those thoughts so that you could consciously then change them? It was, I, I would say a combination of both, but I mean, probably the easiest thing to do is to start listening start listening to what you're saying because yeah. you don't have to meditate to be sitting there at a stoplight in a quiet car to actually hear what you're saying to yourself. Right. Um, I loved meditation. I still love meditation. It gives me a chance just to kind of like, um, like I said, to kind of check in with myself because I look at it as um, we have two levels of thought. We have the conscious and the subconscious mm -hmm. and the conscious is like, you know, Hey, it's learning to get past that into your subconscious is where all the, the discovery and everything else is, yes. you know, if mm -hmm. you can get past the conscious to the subconscious, you'll figure out why your subconscious is saying mean things to you. Exactly. It's like the subconscious are those thoughts that you don't even realize are there. And then you kind of have to dig in deep and see that they're there. Right. And, and find out the root of, of where they're coming from. Wow. Yeah. Because for me, like meditation was meditation and then, uh, a book which I've, I've talked about before. It's called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that really helped me even just be aware of the internal dialogue. Because if you're not aware of it, you don't know that it's going on. You know, so you don't, you, there's nothing that you know that you can change because you don't even know that it's happening. Um, so, because yeah. it's yeah. like background music that's on its lowest volume, right. you know, right. and <laughs> it's, what is your background music telling yourself? And it's not something, and again, it's not an obtainable goal that's only obtainable for other people. We can all obtain, it's such a simple task. You know, it's, 
you know, and it, again, and I tell people a lot of times when you start delving into your subconscious, you might find something that's not so pleasant, but you just have to be brave enough to deal with it. And you have to acknowledge it and then, you know, sweep it out the door. But once you do, it's, that's where the real freedom comes in. Exactly. You, we have to address these things mm-hmm. and see our way through them. Exactly. Like, like what you just said, in order to release them and then get to this happier place because everything is energy. So when we have these self-doubts or these thoughts that are just sticking in us or these terrible experiences in the past that we try to just, you know, forget about, mm-hmm. we, we can't. They are, it's energy that is literally it's stuck in us. We are. Yes. But the thing is, is, and here's another thing is everybody, we all have it. Yep. We all have closets. Totally. We all have things that have happened to us that are not pleasant. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's called being a human. Right. And... <laughs> What is in on social media? A lot of people look on there and they're like, "Well, everybody's happy but me," you know, because a lot of times people put on the um, they want to show the happy part of who they are, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they don't have an inner voice who might not be saying something nice. So again, we have to look inward before we can project outward. So it's just. The message I just want everybody to to know is it you're not alone. Mm. Everybody feels like this. It's yeah. it's not an individual problem. Right. right. And and in that we feel more together, we feel more connected. And that is just so synonymous with love. If we can just relate to each other more and understand we're all struggling in moments and we're all just trying our best and we all just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's just feelings of of connection there and there's feelings of empathy. Uh, and support. And it all goes back to us being imperfect. Yes. You know what? We yes. again we put on this facade that we have to be perfect, and with perfection comes happiness. And if we don't have that perfect, I'm happy every moment of the day. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that self dialogue that keeps us in this just mental prison of just constant disappointment to ourselves. Right. It's like happiness doesn't come from being perfect. Happiness comes from accepting yourself in every single moment, including the imperfect, even the imperfections, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I mean, I could sit there and I could pick things apart about myself and, and I just don't, I, I embrace them, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. just, it's, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just like my addictions, when I was younger, my past is my past, you know, it, it has enabled me to be where I am today. And I like where I am today. So why would I feel guilty about my past? Exactly. Yes. And like the past you isn't you anymore. No. The past doesn't even exist. It's it's not, it does not exist at all. And because, yes, those past experiences got you to where you are right now. So how could you feel anything but gratitude um, and happiness for them and, and love for those things because without them, you wouldn't be right exactly where you are right now. Exactly. And people ask me all the time, they're like, well, how long have you been sober? And I'll be like, I have no idea because I don't count the days. To me, it's like, and I'll give you my analogy because I'm always thinking about the animal world, but it's like a butterfly doesn't flap around being like, I've been a butterfly for three weeks. It's just a butterfly. And to me, it's like, this is my new me and I've been this and I'm not going to just, I'm not going to say I've been the new me for this many days. Now I do not, anybody who's going through recovery, um, again, recovery is everybody's individuality. And some people need those, that, 
that milestone, yep. I look at my recovery the way it makes me happy. And that's how it makes me happy. Amazing. Right. Everybody's recovery, everyone with their, what you're going through, we're all individuals going through it on our own way. There's nothing, there's no like one that's better than the other, but I've, I've never heard that perspective with it. And I love that because it's like, you're not attaching yourself to the, to your past self anymore, which we all shouldn't do. We all should, should stop attaching ourselves to our past because the past version of ourselves is not us at all right now. And no, I've, I mean, a butterfly is not going around going, boy, God, I remember when I was a caterpillar. <laughs> It was not fun. I couldn't fly. You know, I'm just going to think about when I was a caterpillar instead of enjoying flapping my yes. little wings. And it, again, we could we can pick up so much from the animal kingdom mm -hmm. and how they do it. But we just put ourselves on this again perfection, this pedestal, and it robs us of our happiness. Right, and I love it because you're you're just more present with what you're just saying. It's like you you're just living more in the present which is what we all should be doing. And it's something I'm working on all the time is just trying to be in the here and the now because it's the only thing that exists. It's the only thing that matters. It's the only place where we can create uh, and do certain things. So I love that, that you are just super present in the person and who you are right now. Just so awesome. Well, and again, and it really goes back to my recovery because it's like, I know what got me to that state. And a mm. lot of it was negativity. It was guilt. It was just all these horrible feelings that, like I said, would rob me of my happiness. So I'm very conscientious of those feelings. And that's, again, why I drop in with myself every single day. I, you know, I kind of just, you know, it's kind of like, have you ever seen like um, going on an airplane, the pilot goes out and takes a look at the plane and make sure like there's still an engine and the wing's still there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of what I do to myself every day. I just yes. kind of, I check myself, you know, while I, I'm getting ready for work. I'm like, okay, how are you doing? Okay. Happiness level here. You know, I'm okay with myself there. Oop, there's a self doubt, you know, I'm going to kick you out. And that's just my daily routine. That's amazing. Right. Just being self-aware. We have to bring our attention inward and be self-aware and understand, you know, if we're not feeling great right now, like why and understand. Exactly. Yes. And understand that we can change our thoughts and we can change our energy to then shift into a happier place instead of living in this turmoil or, you know, this, this downtime or this anxiety or whatever it may be. We have to first understand that it's happening so mm -hmm. that we can consciously make that change. Yes. Wow. And, and another thing I do a lot of times, it's like not every day is perfect. Again, right. you know, I have some days that, and that are just horrible. But I have something I do to, to just deal with it. And my go-to is mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. They're yes. my comfort food. So I'll stop at the store. I don't cook very often, but I'll stop at the store. I'll get like one of those containers of mashed potatoes and I'll build my dinner around it. But that's kind of like how I signal like it's going to be okay, Lonnie. You know, yeah. I remember my mom's mashed potatoes and I'm sure it has something to do with that. Yes. So I feel like it's going to be okay. And then I also acknowledge that I had a bad day, mm. you know, right. It's, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, you had a bad day. I'm like, it's just a day, you know, this too shall pass. Yes. It's not going to define who I am. It's just a day. And then it's just, you just go on. Perfect. So good. Everybody listening, find your mashed potatoes. Find <laughs> for real. 
need something start with mashed potatoes and then just build from there for real it's like just find what works for you be an individual Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be what works for somebody else that's such a perfect example of how we're all individuals we're all different there's certain things that will make us feel better and Mm -hmm. it's up to us though that's the thing everybody embraces take on the responsibility of you knowing that you have to go find those things and no one else is responsible for your happiness besides you yeah, and you have the key. I mean, you'll know what it is. It yeah. could be, you know, it could be ice cream. It could, it, it doesn't even have to be food. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it could be anything. You could come home and go for a walk. It's just whatever it is, you can find it. And if it takes a couple of tries, just keep trying. Yep. You know? Right. Yeah. So is that what you do most days? You're just either through meditation or just through any moment, you're just bringing your attention inward and just kind of checking in with yourself and seeing where you're at? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much every morning I just, I, I kind of give myself a little rundown. And like I said, it's kind of like just checking, checking and making sure this, this machine is, you know, where I'm at mentally. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and it, it could go out throughout the day cause I have a really stressful job and sometimes it's just, I can feel the weight on me yeah. and I'll just lay down on the floor. I'll lay down on the floor, roll my back out, close my eyes because my mental well being is the most important thing yes. you know my mental well-being is more important than what anybody else thinks about me yes oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> everybody know that and understand that and try to work that into your every single day that is a, yeah. a brilliant message i don't care if i'm in the middle of the grocery store if it becomes overwhelming i will lay on the ground and i will roll my back out and i will drop in i don't care because my happiness, my mental well-being is more important than anybody's looks, opinions, or anything else. Yes. Oh my gosh. What what a really oh my God. What a beautiful message. If we could all adopt that, think about how different things would be if we just stopped worrying. It's like, okay, well, this is gonna make me feel great and this is gonna put me on a higher vibration and I, I'm this is going to make me feel good, but no, I shouldn't do this thing because someone might judge me or might look at me the wrong way. And everybody, we've all been there for real. I mean, of course we all have. And Lonnie, just love that you can just be super open about feeling in those certain ways and just having the conscious decision that you're not going to let someone else's view or judgment dictate who you are and you finding your peace and your happiness. So important. Yeah, and the thing is, is for me, by having that, you know, by having that attitude, I think it is so empowering. Yeah. And I think it gives me so much strength. By me saying I have to lay on the ground and roll my back out, that's not a moment of weakness. That's a moment of sheer power of where I know I have all, I have the power of my, my brain, mm-hmm. you know, and to me, it's it's not we 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 miss the mark of we think that the things we're doing make us weak and it really makes us stronger. Love that. You know? mm-hmm. We think having vulnerability makes us weak. No, having vulnerability makes us strong. Oh, you know. Yes, it makes everything you're saying is so true. It makes us vulnerability makes us strong. Love, kindness, those are such massive strengths. Being vulnerable and being your true, authentic self, like. It's like a no brainer to me. Of course it takes strength because most people don't do that because they're fearful and that holds them down. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, during a yoga practice one time I pulled a card and it was, um, the, I think it was the anger card. And when I was, um, during my, my addiction, I was always angry. I mean, 
I am not very big, but I would fight at a drop of a hat mm. because I always had a certain level of anger. But I had led myself to believe my anger was my strength. You know, nobody was bigger. Nobody was better. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell me this. Nobody's going to tell me that. I am the strongest thing because I have all this anger just boarded up. Mm-hmm. And I pulled this card and it was about anger and about how the, the anger got or whatever um, was being tricked, being tricked into being angry that it was a false strength. And I'm like, well, there you go. It was a false strength. Wow. And it wasn't until I realized that it was not my strength. It was actually my weakness mm-hmm. that I got this. And I didn't really realize what strength was until I let that go. Wow. <laughs> what a... What a beautiful painting that you honestly just depicted right there. So when I was, uh, wow, that just really clicked for me, Lonnie. When I was younger, I used to have a terrible, terrible temper. Mm -hmm. And I thought the anger was my strength as well. And I thought, as you were saying that, I thought the same thing. It's like, I'm angry and I'm tough and no one's going to mess with me because I can just get angrier than you in this moment. You know what I mean? I can let my temper explode more than you can let yours. And I just have this control and this power over you. And what a false belief that is. Mm -hmm. It is so weak to, in those moments, not to be able to come from a place of peace and love and, and come from a place of like literal calmness where I'm not overreacting or I'm not screaming at you or I'm not letting my emotions get the best of me. It is, right it's so much stronger when i'm angry i mean it's like my ears ring and i know i'm saying things i just don't know what i'm saying because it is just all consuming Mm -hmm. i have no control over what i'm my what i'm saying right so having just that level of you know what it's my anger i will unleash it when i want to you're not going to trick me into it um has just it's been eye-opening it's just been like Yep. You know, because, just, yeah. No, you go. Oh, no. I was just going to say, because again, it is about us having the power. It's about mm-hmm. us having the control. Exactly. And, and it, it's finding that you can do it through, you know, through calmness, through, I mean, I could have gotten mad at that lady for telling me I was dressing like a teenager. I mean, she purposely posted that to try to hurt me. Right. Purposely posted that to try to, um, make me, you know, to solicit an angry reaction, you know, because I do see a lot of creators and, and everybody reacts differently and they're just come back at them and they'll be like, you know, you know, this or that, and you can't tell me this. And I'm like, no, you know what? No, this is, this is how you can, you can take care of a situation without letting that, that anger be triggered. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to teach our children this because it reminds me of like being bullied in school. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, if you just have that, that moment of calmness where you're like, well, the things you're saying are, are incorrect. I'm not going to let you re I'm not going to give you a reaction. They're not going to feed off of that. They're not going to get any response. They're going to find somebody else who is going to give them the response that they're looking for. And that's who they're going to unfortunately bully. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, the, are it's just, it's just amazing how people are like that, but that's a different yeah. story. Okay. Really. If we can all just like take a step back right now and just be super present in this moment, because that person who commented negatively on your post, number one, if you 
How you respond to that is your choice. Don't blame, right? If you came back to that person negatively, you're mean. Don't be like, well, you know, they said that's all. This is how I responded. You're again, again, you're giving all your power away. Don't give your power and your emotions away to other people. Don't let them dictate how you respond. So Lonnie in that moment chose love, mm-hmm. right? She could have easily chose to, to scream or come back at that person. But if you had, that is you choosing to do that. That's not the other person making that choice for you. You're choosing to respond in the way that you respond in. And then another thing, whenever this is something I'm, I'm really trying to shift my consciousness to a place where when I see a comment like that, honestly, feeling empathy for that person, because mm-hmm. if they were in a great loving state of mind, they would have it's they would have never judged you or said anything like that because when you're literally when your energy is vibing on that level when you're in that frequency of love and and kindness and acceptance and sympathy and all the all those good loving energies you can't be in a place where you're judging someone it literally doesn't exist in your reality so mm-hmm. for someone to judge you have you know that that they're they're down you know something's going on in their life maybe someone judged them the other day because they finally went out on a limb and took a shot and wear these shoes that they you know were afraid to wear but then they did and then someone bashed them so then they're low and then because that's what they're in they're also going to do that so just in those moments hopefully we can all get to a place. And again, this is something I'm working on every day and it's not easy. But instead of being angry at those people, just understanding that the simple idea, we've all heard this, hurt people, hurt people. They just do. And instead of being mad at that person who may make a negative comment or come at you or be rude to you, instead of being mad at them, finding empathy for them and and feeling love for them, and understanding that they must not be in a great state of mind in order for them to have done something like that. It amazes me where I am able to do that is I just kind of be like, wow, could you imagine waking up like that every morning? Right. Could you imagine waking up that angry and that bitter? And I just, I try to, you know, and I just don't take it personal. You know, I I know where it's coming from and it's Mm -hmm. coming from that place. It's coming from, it's like, you know, it's okay. I'm going to give you another analogy because I always do it of of animals. Okay. So imagine um, a dog locked in a crate and it's, and it sees another dog out there running wild and free and chasing balls. Do you think that dog is going to be like, Hey, come here. I want to tell you how happy I am for you because you're free. No, that dog is going to want to bite the other dog because Mm -hmm. the other dog is free. And that's how people are. You know, people locked in a mental cage of just unhappiness are not going to be happy for us. Right. You know, we might as well just acknowledge that, you know, they're in their own mental cage. Well, you know what? That's fine, dog. You can stay in there. You, You have the key. You can get out. But I'm not going to let you make me feel bad because I'm out in a field running around chasing a ball. And that person's opinion... I know this is difficult, everybody, but someone's opinion of you should never affect how you feel. It just shouldn't. And and here's the thing. It's like people's opinions of me and people's opinions of I might have too many tattoos or I might dress too young or I might do this. The only thing that does is it gives me strength to go even more. Yes. You know what? Mm -hmm. I'm like, bring it on, people. Tell me, please, by all means, tell me these things because Mm -hmm. that's only going to encourage me to show the world how wrong you are. Yes. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And and everybody like really think about this too. It's like when when you're not being your true self, when you're worried about someone else's judgment, so you act differently and behave differently, you're just hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Literally, you're you're just you're you're pushing down who you truly are as a person. So in those fears, you really it's just detrimental to your own self. And and love yourself enough that you want to give the world your true best self. Love yourself enough where you want to express who you truly are and don't let other people take that beauty away from you. No, and you know what? And I say all the time, if somebody says something and it hurts your feelings, you know, you have to explore why did it hurt your feelings? Mm. So if somebody says, you know what? I don't really like your outfit and and it hurt your feelings. Well, it's like, did you not like your outfit? I mean, is there any sort of, um, it, it, you know, and it, it's like, how can I put this? It's, if it's not true, it shouldn't hurt your feelings. Other people's opinions shouldn't hurt your feelings unless it's true. You know what? So if somebody says, I don't like your outfit and that hurt your feelings, you know, be like, do I like my outfit? you know, mm-hmm. and if you don't like your outfit, change your, you know, change the way you dress. You have the power to do that. And I mean, sometimes it's like, before I walk out the door, I make sure that, you know, I'm bulletproof. I like my outfit. I don't care what people mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And if it means I have to go back and change a couple of times, then I do it because it's my mental well-being. Yes. And um, Jay Shetty, I watched the video and he had said this one time where there can be a hundred comments or a hundred people you see, and one person may be negative or mean or rude to you. And that is what we attach our identity with so much of the time. It's like we forget the other 99 comments that were amazing or the other 99 people who absolutely loved us. Um, and I'm not, this is just an overall example. I'm not saying this is you at all, Lonnie, because I know that's not how you portray things, but just for people to realize that because I do that too sometimes when you know I'll get a negative or a bad comment and I'll focus on that one and then I'll literally take a step back and I'm like okay what about the thousand that were filled with love and kindness and how about because we have this choice I'm going to choose to put my attention on the love that I'm receiving not on this one negative comment that I get and it's like a lot of us do that a lot of our minds will just focus on that so just I think it's important for us to really understand what we're focusing on and understanding that we have the choice to put our awareness on the love and the good stuff that we're receiving and not dwell and, and wallow in, you know, the one or two negative things that may come our way sometimes. Well, those negative comments are the ones that get into the cracks. Yeah. You know, and again, it's like um, sometimes we focus on outside positivity and we focus on outside um, admiration. Mm-hmm where we need to focus on our inner admiration. Yes. You know, if we can be like, I know, like, for example, our, our podcast right now, I think it's amazing. If somebody were to come back and be like, you know what? I didn't really like your podcast. I'd be like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because this is an amazing experience. And if you didn't care for it, that's on you. That's okay. But th- And that's okay. Because that little negative comment isn't going to wheedle into the cracks of my insecurity. Mm-hmm. So again, it's not, it's just a matter of us being okay inside here. Those one negative comments don't, they don't penetrate. Right. Wow. It's like not giving, not basing our self-worth on someone else's opinions okay. of us. Whether it's negative or positive. Yes. 
Exactly. Yes, that's such a good point. Whether right, either one, we ideally need to get to a place where we just feel confident and we have just unconditional self-love for ourselves and someone else's views literally has no impact on, yeah. on how we feel. Like you just said, Lonnie, it's like, negative. for real, it's just finding our own happiness internally and not allowing somebody else to dictate or, or show to us how to be happy or what that looks like, just finding it on our own. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. And, and that's just the whole thing is, is because like even the positive ones, the positive ones are great. Yeah. But it, it gets to the point where we rely on that. Mm -hmm. You know, we rely on the positivity to feel good about ourselves. So and we, and again, positivity is wonderful and we should lift each other up, but it can't be the basis of our foundation of our own okayness with ourselves. Honestly, beautifully said. That's perfect. It's so true because... If, if we do rely on these other people to give us our self-worth and then one day the positive comments stop, then we're lost. Exactly. And it's like chasing a high. It's like an addiction thing. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and it's like we constantly want that reinforcement. So we're going to constantly do this. Yes. And um, it's it's we can't chase that. Yes. Find your own self-love and your own self-peace. Don't wait for somebody to give it to you. Yes. Get it on your own. Perfect. Yeah. And you can, if you find that, that, that level, it will radiate from you and people will be drawn to it. Yes. Yes. In in life, Lonnie, I mean, I feel like you're doing it right now, but what do you feel like your overall purpose is now? Like, what are you trying to, to create in this world as you move forward? I'm just trying to create um, just a space where people can either they're young or they're old will just be okay with themselves. Mm. You know, I just feel like the more I can show the world that I'm okay with myself, what you know, myself, whether I'm perfect or imperfect, it's okay. Um, it's definitely going in directions that I absolutely love that in a million years, I didn't know I would have that much impact but I'm accepting it and I am just going to continue to go forward with the message of, you know, you can wear what you want. You can, um, I always say this, you, it's never too late to have self-expression. It's never too late to start being yourself. You know, it's never too early to start, you mm -hmm. know, but if you're in middle school and, and you have an individual style and you don't fit in, you need to make a conscious, conscientious decision. You know, am I going to hide who I am and try to blend in or am I going to be who I am and, and maybe face some consequences? But if that's what I choose, I'm not alone, you know, mm -hmm. um, just more of a collective like it's. I always think about like that, um, that Christmas episode of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm -hmm. Remember when he goes to the Isle of Misfits and all mm -hmm. the toys are like, I am like the queen of the Isle of Misfits, you know, <laughs> like bring your train with the square wheels or the jack in the box that won't work here. You're going to be perfect. Yes. Wow. How do you, I mean, how do you feel like you've gotten to that point? Because there, there's so many people who are probably listening right now that are like, how does she not let these things affect her? How does she, you know, see these comments and, and not let them bother her? How, how does she have so much self-love for herself? So yeah. It how do you feel like you got to, to that? It all goes back to, um, myself, like, because you know, like when I was an addict, the things that I would tell myself were just horrendous. Hmm. 
So when these people come at me with comments, I'm like, that's child's play compared to what I used to tell myself, you know, uh, yep. it's like going to a gunfight with a, with a pencil, you know, the level of what they think is mean is nothing compared to what I used to tell myself. Wow. So to me, it's like, it's almost laughable. I'm like, they'll be like, you're too old. I'm like, I know exactly how old I am. Please try something new. Hmm. You know, yeah. you're not, I didn't wake up this morning thinking I was 21. I know I'm 56. You're not going to use age as an insult. Because it's not, because it's not an insult. It's not an insult. It's not. It's like it's I was just... It is a reward. Yes. It's like our society in ways has deemed getting older as a bad thing. It's like, we should be so grateful. You should like grateful that you're 56 because most people don't get to live to see that age. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've taken it to the point where, and I won't, um, if people are mean and they are, I either, um, will delete their comment. Um, I will not repost it because I know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're being mean to me in hopes that I will repost it and, and, you know, um, justify myself and then they'll get all this attention. You know, if I do that on TikTok, I'll have 600,000 people being like, da, da, da. But they're looking for that. Right. They're looking for that negative high. Mm -hmm. They want that confrontation. They want to know they hurt somebody. Um, but I won't do that. I will not um, give them that satisfaction mm. because, again, this is my power. But I will, I've started to rate them. And by that, I mean, like, I will give, I'll comment back if somebody would be like, you're too old. I'll go, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'll have to give you a D plus for originality because this just is old and boring. So if you're going to insult me, please try to think of something better and come back a different day. And it, it just it blows my, you know, and I do it too. I, I, I know I do it sometimes, but when we're having a conversation like this. I mean, and, and in saying that I do things like this sometimes, that means I judge people sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want to. Human. I, exactly. You, you know, know we, again, it's just, it's, it's human. It's what we do with our mm -hmm. judging of other people. Yeah. And it is something I am, again, working on every single day. If I catch myself judging someone, it's like, okay, be aware of that. Take a step back. This is not the person I want to be. This is not the energy I want to convey into this world. I literally love everybody. So I don't want to have those moments of judging anybody, but they do. I'm human. Of course, they, they creep in and happen sometimes. But like when we're having a conversation like this and we're able to take a step back and see it from the outside perspective totally, I'm like, what? even to myself, I'm like, why do we spend any of our energy or time looking at comparing ourselves, judging somebody else? It's like, we all have our own shit going on. Mm -hmm. We all have a lot. So it's like, we should be just focusing on ourselves internally instead of spending any additional time just looking at someone else and, and judging them and criticizing them. It is just such a waste of our own time uh, and energy. But it is just imprinted on yeah. us from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, we look at movies, we look at magazines, we, we look at any advertisements and it's all, you know, they're all perfect. Yep. You know, it's a beautiful movement now where the women um, have plus size models and, you know, it should have happened long ago. We should have models of all ages, of all colors, of all weight, of, you know, all gender identity. You know what? It's until we can start showing our children that people are beautiful just the way they are instead of some sort of cookie cutter um, idealism of mm -hmm. what beauty should be. 
you know, that is when people are going to start being more comfortable with themselves. But yes. we're, t- we're taught from day one, you have to look like this, you have to act like this, you have to do this, you have to be this in order to be socially acceptable. And to be socially acceptable, we have to be perfect. And it's just so wrong. So true. It's like, you're right, we're, we're so programmed that way from, from literally, like you said, literally right off the bat. And something that encourages me, because in moments you can get kind of down about something like that. It's like, wow, are we just like stuck in this repetitive cycle of judgments and, and hate and forever. But it's literally like having this conversation with you, knowing there's people like you that are out there, gives me so much hope to know that we're shifting away from that. You know, it, that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, you know, like the whole um, Karen movement, you know, it's like mm-hmm. all of that. And that is another reason why I do what I do, because for every video of somebody acting like that, I want there to be a video of somebody being positive. Right. You know what? We, we just can't let them win. We can't let the negativity overshine the um, positivity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, there's so much hate in the world. Well, hate is very loud. And a lot of times love is very subtle. And there's no reason why we can't be just as loud with our love. Mm-hmm. So know? true. I'll, yep. be, I'll, I'll be your powerful in your face. I'm going to love you type of woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and again, a lot of times people mistake kindness with weakness. And it is absolutely not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, those angry people are not stronger than we are. We are stronger than them. We just don't have to go around and prove it. Right. And I think both of us coming from the past, our past experiences of anger, know that firsthand that being angry like that is so much more of a weakness than being <laughs> kind and loving. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's like that little dog that goes up and is just like barking and is like, I'm going to bite you. I'm you you know what it's like no you need to be scared of the dog that's not barking who's sneaking up behind you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's that's just the whole thing it's like i it's that little it's that person that's yapping with fear isn't the isn't the strong one right and, and honestly they are. they're scared those angry people are scared yep they're scared it's... of something and that's why their anger is coming out uh-huh wow Wow, it's so true. I feel like when I used to be angry, it was like a fear, like, are people going to like me? Am I going to be cool enough? Am I going to be tough enough? Like, it, it's not coming from a place of love. It's not coming from any place that's good. And it literally blows my mind now when uh, people will say, or even the fact that we have to have a conversation to even state that being vulnerable isn't a weakness, it's a strength. And the same thing about love and the same thing about kindness, that these things aren't weaknesses. And the fact that people think that they are, it, it just, it kind of, it really just kind of, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to get to a place where hopefully collectively as a society, as a race, we will all just know that, of course, it's, you're, you have strength if you're showing love all the time. And the same thing with kindness. Well, and, and, and too, I mean, and it's like, even with the male society, men aren't supposed to cry. Men right. aren't to be vulnerable men aren't supposed to say i love you i mean they're supposed to be out there clubbing something and dragging it home and you know what until we can get past that you know it you know society judges women for being old well society judges men for being kind you know yeah and it's breaking down both of those if we could just rid the world of the stigmas and just understand that no one should fit into a box 
Mm-mm. at all. We're all individuals. We're all our own souls. We're all literally just living in our own realities. And they have this stigma or the thought, well, we are a certain age, so you shouldn't do this. Or you're a certain gender, so you shouldn't do this. It's like, no, just let people be. As long as they're not hurting somebody, just right. let them be. And you do the same. Just be. Just be your true self. Love yourself. The thing is, is why do we care what that unkind person thinks about us? So true. You know, these comments aren't coming from a place of love. These comments aren't coming up from a place of like, you know, I really care for this person. So I'm going to let her know that maybe her dress is on inside out, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I've done. I've been like mm-hmm. at Starbucks. I'm like, bam, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your dress is mm-hmm. inside out. <laughs> Just helping them out. She was like, I had the worst morning. My kids were sick. I was trying to get to work. And I'm like, okay. So, Uh, but the thing is, is these comments are coming from people who are angry. They're coming from people who are scared. They're coming mm -hmm. from people who are not in a good place. Mm -hmm. So why would we take anything that they have to say that is coming at us and let it affect us? You know, that's why I say, unless my children stop me and be like, hey, mom, you know what? we think you're doing this or you should do that or we didn't like this that is who is coming that's who's telling me things in a loving way mm-hmm. those are the people who are telling me things for my best benefit right that's why i stop and listen to them it's the other people aren't their their attack on me or their opinion of me is not coming from the same place mm-hmm. so why would i give it any validity so true Gary, Gary V is amazing. He really helped me shift that perspective of when people are coming at you in that way to really not even take it personal because it has nothing to do with me or to you or whoever that person is judging. And in, instead of being like, you're attacking me, my e-, you know, it's literally the ego jumps in. It's like, you're attacking me. You're saying this to me. Instead of having that attention inward and thinking it's all about us because it's not Instead, look at that person and be like, "Hey, buddy, like, what are you, what are you going through right now? Do you want to, like, do you want to chat?" That will make them angry because you took away what they want. See, the thing is, is these people say these things because they want you to be upset, they want you to be hurt, they want to keep you in a box. And when you don't give them that, you rob them. You're doing more damage to them than they did to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really feel like we're, we mirror everything. So like misery loves company. It's so real. So those people who are down and who are low, they're just reflecting their own misery and their own self doubt on you. Exactly. You, you know, and the thing is, is that, I mean, what, who I want to talk to you right now at this moment are those people who want to be happy, but they're, they're scared to be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, those people who um, want to have the freedom of self-expression, but they're scared to because there are those bullies out there waiting for them, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always say when you get to that, that point where you're like, okay, you know what? I want to start being happy. I want to start having my self-expression. I want to start that journey, you know, just be brave and just know that these people don't matter. And if somebody, let's just say you're two steps forward and somebody says something and you go one step back, that's not a failure. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. And it does get easier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it gets easier to deflect that negativity the more you learn where it's coming from and how to have a shield. Mm-hmm. Wow. And if we can just 
really take those judgments and realize that they're re- they're not personal. And when somebody is again acting negative or rude towards you, to understand again that they're in a low place right now and to have sympathy and some empathy for them and to be grateful that you're not also in that low place having these negative thoughts. That's because a- you're leaving your crate. They're mm-hmm. still stuck in it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yep. not going to like make you a goodie bag and wish you the best for your adventures. Yep. They're going to want to pull you down and bring you back in. So you are stuck in this mire of, of ickiness with them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, whatever it is that you have to do. And if anybody who's starting their journey, write down where you want to go, you know, write down the steps. Like this is step one. This is step two. Don't put any time frames on it because a lot of times we put too many restrictions on our, our, our journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to do this by this date. And if it doesn't happen, you're going to feel like you failed. Yeah. You know, just, there's so many resources and and again it's such a beautiful place once you get out of that mental prison of just negativity mm-hmm. that whatever journey you have to take to take to get there is worth it for real absolutely and don't let those people bring you down to their level and where they're vibrating at and and that level of just negativity instead try to change it on them and instead of them bringing you down try to rise them try to bring them up right it just completely that's a total paradigm shift instead of being brought down by them instead flip it and and bring them up show them love show them compassion and try to change their life a little bit hopefully for the better and it's also really important to take stock of your your circle of who's around you yeah you know a lot of times if you're in that negative spot you're going to have negative people surrounding you. Mm-hmm. You have to be really careful about that because it's like, um, you know, if, if, you, because once you start to do that journey of like, I'm going to get out of this, um, this rotation of negativity, your inner circle might actually be the ones who are telling you not to do that. Yeah. And I get a lot of times where it's like, I mean, I have people reaching out to me and the things that their parents are telling them or their close friend or even their spouse, it's like, I'm like, nobody's ever allowed to speak to you that way. So even your friends or anybody like that, nobody's allowed to tell you that you're, you're anything but perfect, Mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that is, and that's really important because sometimes the people who we think that are the closest and our biggest allies are actually sometimes hurting us the most. And we don't even realize that. Yeah. Wow. You're, it is so important to have, have the, have good people around you who are going to love you and support you and accept you for who you are. And mm-hmm. if you're realizing that the people around you aren't quite that way, it is okay for your own self-love to start to shift away from those people. You yeah. don't, yeah, you don't have to hate them or wish ill will against them. It's okay. You know, they're dealing with their own stuff. They're struggling on, 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 their, on their own. It has nothing to do with you and their judgments on you. But it just, I want everyone to know it's okay to shift away. And also too, I mean, it's like, we all have voices and we're supposed to use them. Mm. If somebody close to you is saying things that are hurting you or holding you down, you need to have that conversation with them. Yeah. You need to be like, okay, Aunt Betty, every time you tell me this, it hurts me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you to please not, you know, um, say those things to me. 
you know, please do not be hurtful. Mm -hmm. If Aunt Betty doesn't change, then you need to remove yourself. Yeah. But I always tell people, you know, to to speak up, tell them that these things are, are, are not kind and that their words are hurtful. Mm -hmm. If they can't respect you and stop saying it, then you need to, you need to, like you said, start shifting away from these people yep. for your own mental well-being. And transparency, that's a good point. Transparency and communication are huge. You may be feeling this way and that person has actually no idea that the things that they're saying are making you feel that way. But then maybe if you just expressed yourself to them, they would realize that, maybe feel bad about what they're doing and that could change everything right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it's, we get so caught up on, um, you know, when somebody says something and hurts us, we just, you know, we, we take it like we can't say something because people, a lot of times when I tell them to hold up for themselves, they envision like getting in somebody's face or yelling at them. And I'm like, no, you can hold up for yourself and you can have a voice without anger. Yes. You, you will, you will make more of an impact if you very calmly sit down with these people and be like, these words are hurting me and I'm going to give you the opportunity to stop mm -hmm. because you have the power and you know, however that person reacts is up to them, mm -hmm. but you have the power, you've taken control. You're no longer the victim when you come at people and you're like, this is hurting. Here's your options. You know, the rest is up to you. Mm -hmm. It's like come back at people with like reasoning and logic and love. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you from experience, when you let your anger take over you and you scream back at somebody, you look like you're in the wrong. You oh, could yeah. be to totally in the right. What you're saying could actually be truth, but with the energy you're, you're conveying and with your anger, you look nothing but, but wrong. Mm -hmm. And that takes away everything. It takes away all of your power in that situation too. And there'd be so many times where it's like, I would, when I'd lose my temper back in the day, I would scream at somebody or explode or whatever it might have been. And it's like, even if my feelings should have been validated, I made myself look like an idiot. And I made myself look again, totally in the wrong because of how I expressed myself. When in reality, I could have approached that person with kindness. And I could have just been very upfront and transparent with them and say, okay, well, I'm not gonna let you do this to me anymore. This is how I feel, right? We're friends, you love me, you respect me. Now let's work through this together. That, right, and approaching it that way, that actually allows us to achieve what we want to achieve, right? We want to achieve this communication and hopefully this just conveyance of love amongst each other so that we can decide, hey, is this relationship good for us? Should we stay yeah. here? Should we move forward? But when we scream and shout, we can actually get to that and, and get to the place that we want to get to in order to resolve whatever issue may be going on. And again, it's because when somebody says something, we're powerless. Those mm. words coming at us, we couldn't stop it. But what we can do, what we're, we have all the power is how we re, 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 react back to it. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. we, I can't stop people from saying things, but I have all the power on how I react to it. And mm -hmm. I'm all big about power and all of this stuff, because as an addict, you, you're powerless to your addiction until you choose to, to take that control back. Yeah. So it's really important for me to always feel like, you know what, I am in control of this. I'm not in control of, of right. and I'm pointing at myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not in control of what the outside of me, but I am contr in control of how I react to certain things. Yep. And it's just a matter again, of just dropping in and realizing that 
we are the conductors of our own bodies, of mm-hmm. our own minds, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. It's, it's how we choose to operate it. Absolutely. This has been so awesome. I uh, really appreciate uh, this conversation. I love where it went. You know what I mean? When I come into these, I have some sort of an idea of where things might go. I also try to live life without expectation and just trying to let things flow and and be the way that they are. And uh, that happened here. And it was really beautiful. And I appreciate you, your mindset, your message, and, and what you're giving back to this world. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know, and I just, like I said, I just want people to be okay with themselves. Yeah. You know, I am a 56 year old recovery and I won't say recovering cause it's, it's just who I am. But I mean, I gave myself a second shot at life and yeah. if I can do it, anybody can. Yes. So Lonnie, if you can, uh, before we cut out, uh, because the work you're doing is amazing. So anyone out there who wants to get to know Lonnie a little bit more, jump into her world, see how creative she is, see this uh, beautiful message that she's pushing out to the world. If you could just let everybody know uh, where they can find you. Um, well, it's gray hair and tattoos across the board. Um, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Pinterest. You name it, pretty much if there's a social media platform out there, it's great here in tattoos. Love it. Go check out Lonnie. Bring this. Bring more self-love in, into your life. Everybody, myself included, we could all be practicing self-love a little bit more. You are just an incredible example of that. And thank I, you. of course, I have so much love for you. Bro. Well, thank you. I Bro. really appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. And everybody who is listening, thank you for being part of this. Thank you for being present uh, with me and Lonnie uh, and just being an awesome part of this conversation. We love you all so much. Uh, can't wait to see everybody next time. And again, Lonnie, thank you so much as well. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate it again. Of course.